Shabbos, Perik Yud, Mishnah Vav, 10.6, the last Mishnah of the Perik. And we'll discuss a hodgepodge of different halachas here. Um, the basic structure of this Mishnah is that there are a number of things that Rabbi Yezus is going to say is an Isra Do'oraisa. Um, and the Chum will say, no, all those things are just Asr because of a Shvus, meaning an Asr Midorabanan. And here the Mishnah says, Hanotil Tzipornav Zubazu. If a person um, peak, clips his fingernails, I'll call it, but, but he uses one fingernail to tear away the other fingernail, that's why he cuts his fingernails. Obashinov, um, or he uses his teeth instead of his other fingernails. So the point is, that is not the normal way of doing it necessarily. Um, the normal, normal way would be with using like a tool, like a clippers, a nail clippers are the equivalent. Um, but as we'll see in a moment, Rabbi Lezra holds that is sufficiently normal um, so that if one does it, he will be over the Isodoraisa. And the malacha here we're talking about here is gozez, that's the av malacha. Gozez, you'll recall, is um, shearing sheep, etc., to obtain wool. And the idea there is the basic idea of gozez is every time you're removing um, material that grows from a living animal, like hair or fingernails, etc., so then that would be gozez. And Rebelezer holds that um, this is sufficiently normal to be chayev midoraisa, meaning chayev achatas, for gozez. Now, you right away have to ask yourself the question, why would you be chayav medoraisa when it seems like it's a melacha shenetzricha legufa? That is to say, you'll recall, melech's machshavas requires that you're doing the melacha not just in the form the same way you did the melacha in the mishkan, like cutting hair and nails, but also in substance you're achieving the same end, meaning it seems the substance of the goof, the essence of what you're doing when you're doing gozas is obtaining hair for the sake of spinning it into wool. Here you're not interested in obtaining the fingernails. You just want to clip them off. So that should be like a classic the kind of same way that removing a dead body or um, from a home or trapping a dangerous animal, etc. is not a malacha that's tzorach leguf. It's rather anatrich legufa. However, um, and indeed that's that's true. According to Tosfos, that is indeed the, the case. So if you didn't want the fingernails, it would indeed be just a derabun, and it must be a quintetosphos where you would, let's say, want the fingernails or something like that, um, which is a little strange. Um, but most Rishonim learn that indeed this would be a tzorach for the goof clipping your fingernails is potentially a malacha doraisa, um, even if you don't want the fingernails. And the reason why is because it seems that there were there was another malacha, and that was the, the malacha that was involved in removing the hair from the animal hides to prepare... Um, those hides to be part of the covering of the of the, the Mishkan. Um, and as one obtained the hides from the Tachashim, etc., you would have to remove the hair from those pelts. And so, that being the case, beautifying the pelt is a tzorech, is the actual part of the substance of um, of Gozez. And that being the case, the same way removing hair is to make the and beautify the pelts um, as usable hides, so, so to removing hair from the face would be um, a way of beautifying the face and clipping the fingernails is a way to beautify the fingers. And that being the case, would be Tzorach Leguf, and therefore many Roshonim, or most Roshonim, learn that way, and that indeed this is a Doraisa because it's nothing to do with Eno Tzorach Leguf. Okay. V'chein, says Rebbe Yezer, Sa'aro, if you're cutting your hair and you're ripping out with your, like ripping the hair out, as opposed to clipping it, um, or using teeth, etc. V'chein, Tzafamo, if you're not, if it's your, your mustache, you're clipping a mustache by ripping the hair or by um, using teeth, I guess. All those things, or your beard, all those things 
are sufficiently um, normal that according to Eliezer, one would be chayiv midoraisa and chayiv achatas. Okay. Other things, we're moving to other things besides gozes. V'chein hakocheles, a woman who uses essentially what we would call eyeliner um, around her eye. So according to the Bartonura, Revelezra holds that's an isra doraisa as a tolda of kosev, of ksiv, of writing. Um, the Shulchan Aruch goes with other mafarshim understand this would be an isra of tsoveya, of dyeing, because it it's your, your coloring the eye, and the surface of the eye, like painting it. Um, indeed, so that's the halacha would follow that latter latter approach in truth. That Mishnah Buddha Tzedek says the issue of, of Tzoveya. Um, the difference being that if you're writing according to the Mishnah Buddha Tzedek and, and, and most, not like the Bartanura, if you're writing a symbol, a meaningful symbol like a letter, that's Kosev. If you're, you're coloring the surface of something, that is going to be Tzoveya dying. So Kochelis here, using eyeliner, is according to Rilea's already in Isra the Raisa. Vachen haposekes. I'm, I'm sorry, I skipped. Darn it. Vachena godeles. I've skipped, I'm sorry. Before kocheles is godeles. Godeles is um, braiding the hair. So he holds that, that that braiding hair, and really for etymological reasons, is, is considered to be kind of like building. Bone, you recall that building is taking disparate parts and combining them into one. So something like that is happening here too. You're taking disparate, you know, parts of the hair and bind them to a single braid, a plait. So that is going to be considered to be, according to Eliezer, going to be Doraisa of the told of Bona. And as for posek, Pokeses, excuse me, Vachenha Pokeses is um, separating the hair, like uh, uh, doing a part down the middle into two halves. Um, like as, as girls, I say girls, school girls do, etc. So that would also be considered to be like building. It's, it's kind of like the same idea, according to Eliezer. So in all those cases, Rebbe is Mechaev, and the Chachamim, Oshem Mishim Svos, the Chacham say all those things are only forbidden, Midura Banan. In other words, they say when it comes to clipping fingernails, using your, your nails to clip your fingernails and tear away nails, or your teeth, and same goes with removing hair from your head, or your face, your beard, your mustache, all those are only Yashinui, and therefore also only Midura Banan. Um, and as for the braiding, they say it's only Midura Banan forbidden, as a, like, rabbinically like resembling building, same with part in the hair. As for um, using the eyeliner and the kocheles, again, really, since you're not really, you're not really making a meaningful mark, you're not really um, dyeing the surface, you're just sort of, you know, you're, you're painting on um, with a fingernail, you know, with a, like a pen or whatever there's equivalent, it's only resembling, and therefore it's only all these things are all the usar, midurabanan. And Allah is like the chachamim, meaning all these things are only usar, midurabanan. They're usar across the board, but they're only usar, midurabanan. The next part of the mission is a new topic here. We're talking about hatolish um, me'atzitz nakuv. If one uproots a plant that's growing in a flower pot and the flower pot is perforated. So in general, the rule is when it comes to perforated flower pots, we consider them to be as if they're planted directly into the ground. So if you have your whatever, some wheat or your petunias, whatever it is, and you want to pull them out the ground and they're inside a flower pot with a hole in it, even if there's no roots going from the flower pot into the ground directly, since they could pass through there, and it's considered as if the flower pot's contents are nourishing from the ground beneath it. So therefore, um, your chayev, meaning your chayev achatas, is her derisa. Vishenu nakuv, on the other hand, if the flower pot is not perforated, it's a, so then uh, it's your pater, meaning you can't do it because it resembles the malacha. It's, this is going to be um, a told of, of kotzer, of harvesting. Um, but since it's not actually attached to the ground, it's only a madura banan. 
Rabbi Shimon Poter Bezevazeh. Rabbi Shimon says in both cases you're exempt. Rabbi Shimon says across the board when it comes to things growing inside of flower pots, even if um, there's a hole in the flower pot, it's considered to be not longer attached to the ground, therefore you're totally Isra Durabanan. Um, fine, Halacha doesn't follow him. He would even agree, however, if you had a flower pot that was like buried into the ground, so it loses its status as a cleat, sort of butts of the ground, it would be Chayev. Um, and there's actually Machlokas to Rashi Tosos about what containers need to have perforations, um, whether it's if wood or um, like terracotta or earthenware flower pots need to have perforations, or if they're already considered to be tar- to ground because of their their, their porous. Um, and the Mishabur brings that one has to be Choshesh, that both kinds of containers, meaning a wooden or an earthenware container, even if it doesn't have holes in it, may indeed be considered perforated anyways, and you'd be over the Isodor Isa if you would, perhaps, um, if you would detach a plant that's growing inside such a flower pot.